99 drinks still left to go Welcome all in and enjoy the show It's me though with E, I'm the host You know, so sit back, relax, grab a snack and let's go Welcome back to the 99 Dreams Podcast. If you're first time listening, welcome. This is the 99 Dreams Podcast. I'm Rawari. I'm the host. Uh, if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Thanks for supporting the channel. Today, we've got a very special guest. It's another Fanona from the Taranaki Mona. What's good? I've got Takahurangi in the studio today. Takahurangi, how are you? Morena, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, awesome. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. Why don't you just give us a call, Waikui? Who are you? Oh, I tēnā koe, tēnā ra koutou. Um, I ko te kahurangi tōku ingoa, he iria hau no Taranaki maunga. Um, mai ngā iwi o te atiawa, Taranaki tūturu, ngā te maru wharanui, um, ngā te raukawa ki te tonga hoki. No waitara hoki a hau. <laughs> yeah. I think like the biggest trend at the moment on this podcast is I've only got people from Taranaki on the yeah. podcast at the moment. So we're rolling. We're rolling. <laughs> I think you're the third other, like um, I was the first on the podcast from Waitara. Then we had Jaden Waiwiri and now you. So we got three whānau from Waitara on, on the podcast. It's amazing. So why don't you tell us a bit more about you, what you're up to at the moment? Where are you? Oh, yeah. So... Waitara is home, but um, I live in Dunedin, Otiputi at the moment. Um, been here for five years now. Yeah. Um, and I'm a student. I'm a professional student at the stage now. <laughs> um, I'm doing my master's at the moment. So, yeah, it's pretty special, very privileged um, to be doing this mahi that I am. Um, yeah. Tawira. <laughs> Yeah. And so I guess a great question to lead into that is how did you find moving from Waitara to uh, Dunedin? Yeah, huge, eh? Like it's it's a massive mesh. But um, I was lucky I went to like a, a boarding school, I suppose, um, for the last two years of my life. So that really helped that transition. I got, I was only in Palmy, so I got the, got the, you know, the little tester teaser of being away from my tūranga waiwai and my huānau um but yeah it's huge it's a cultural shock you know like as soon as you land in the airport you're like oh my god we're my people um and that's a massive thing as a Māori and as someone from such a close-knit community that our that our small town is um yeah because it's a beautiful place and it's somewhere that you're so totally embraced by Everybody, <laughs> well, maybe some, but no, but um, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful community, and we are, yeah, coming into a different island of the country, a different community makeup. Um, but that's important as well. I wouldn't change it, eh? As hard as it can be, um, that adversity and that you know being chucked into the big pool of another place and a big university it's prestigious and all these things um it's important it's important for personal growth and um finding yourself outside of outside of your whanau yeah hard it is it is a huge uh, 
shock, I guess, and when you initially land. I think one of the biggest struggles I had in my first, I think, two years was just figuring out, like, who I am as a Māori in Dunedin. How did you go about, you know, staying connected to your culture and who you are as, as a wahine Māori? Yeah, oh my goodness. Um, we were really lucky in our first year, there was a cool group from my kura. It was four of us girls and we kept each other pretty culturally safe, I suppose. We thought everyone else was weird in our hall and oh my God, they're going crazy. First bit of independence. Um, and then to be honest, it kind of just, it, like I let it, um, it probably just forgo it, forgoed it. <laughs> like I, I, did, I, don't, I didn't really have it, um, I wasn't expressing my Māori tanga all day, every day. Like I just kind of let it be on the side because yeah, there weren't many spaces where I could be authentically that. Um, and then I found some peeps, you know, you just kind of find groups and you um, you find your tribe outside of your tribe. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, and it is hard, but I think we all, you know, being lucky enough to have a core foundation of identity and all of that stuff, you can you can always come back to it even if you've um you've ghosted it for a while, which I did. <laughs> um, and I don't know if that's like a was a safety thing or if it was just you know what it was in my early or well, I'm still in my early twenties, I know. But um, <laughs> in that last bit of teenage years where you're just trying to figure everything out, um, culture is yeah massive part of it. But yeah, nah, I let it go for a bit. I'll be honest, I did. I kind of just put it on the side, put it on the back burner um, because it wasn't in my face all the time and you've got to find that manawahine tanga in you to um, to come back to it and to centre yourself again in it. Yeah. No, so it's, yeah, it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing. I feel like we all go through that phase of like, oh, nah, like I am Māori, but uh, it's, it, it's all good. It's like yeah. I'll just push it off for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you have any harder. advice for anyone who's like um, in that position? Like they're down at university mm. and they're just lost. They don't know how to reclaim the identity as Māori. Yeah. Uh, massive. Just, I don't know, stay in it. <laughs> and um, trust that your tūpuna will guide you back to, to where you need to be within yourself. Um yeah, that's what I would do. That's what I've, you know, done. You just trust in it. Um, and there's no perfect way to, to fit into places where your culture isn't expressed to you. Like, there's no perfect pathway to, to do that. So whatever it is for you, if it's kapahaka, if it's... Like, we used to just go to the Māori Centre tutorials and, you know, that was just... You just hang out for extra, like, extra time because you'd be together. And eventually that just translates to your whole translates to your whole life. <laughs> you just move as a pack. Um, and you'll find your way. We always do. Hey, our tupuna love love us, so they'll they'll guide us somewhere eventually. And be courageous, eh? Like eventually like, you know, I got to a point where I was like, no, like I'm just gonna do it, even if it's not represented around me. Like I'm just gonna be tikahurangi and not TK. Like, you know, I'm just TK's all good, but like, <laughs> just, 
those little bits of resistance, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge change. Like I used to, in my first few years, I was just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm raw. It's all good. So I'm just yeah. raw. If you can't yeah. pronounce it, Albert, it's, it's, yeah. it's a huge, once you reclaim your name, like in mm. its full, you're like, you yeah. feel so much more powerful way. Eh? Yeah. No, hard out. Cause you're given that for a reason. Eh? And yeah. You don't want to get growling about not using it. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, TK's fine. It's really not. Yeah, it's it's not really. really not. And also, just because you did touch on the Māori Centre, anyone down studying at Otago University, yeah. 100%, if you're Māori and you're able to, go hit up the Māori Centre. They're there to help yeah. you succeed. You might be a little bit shy at first, but all the aunties there, they're amazing. You'll get yeah. all the hookups. And they always have and kai going. Oh, my God, they do. And they'll follow your journey, eh? Like, they will, they're there. <laughs> and they it's know. a blessing and a curse. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse because when you're not doing well, they know. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> And those are so important, eh? Like having those within our within our um tertiary system, like yeah, the hundred <laughs> percent. And so now you're in Te Koronga, the postgraduate. Mm. Uh, this is an indigenous centre now, right? Oh, right, yeah, we are. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so what's it like being in Te Koronga? This is your like this is your first full complete year. You did uh, like a a year and a Coffee. bit last yeah. year, yeah. so so how, how's it been? Oh, it's amazing, eh? Like it's just like a kōrowai of aroha, of support, of like excellence that you want to perform for it, and um, you're a part of something that's bigger than yourself, and that's important to to a lot of people and community and this whole um, Māori revitalization and resistance and all of this tenoranga tiratanga stuff within the academy. Um, yeah, it's it's been yeah, it's been super important to me and is becoming more important to me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super cool. And yeah, we're just so encouraged to be who we are, the uri of somewhere, you know, like us two from Taranaki and just be authentically that and everything, whether it's our projects on the side or it's our actual rangaho or um, if it's just us as people and growing our capability and being good people and being good humans. Yeah. 100%. I think that's yeah. the biggest lesson I've learned being in Te Koronga is mm. as great as your research is, it's more about you as a person and how good yeah. of a person you are. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's the kohanga, eh? It's like the it's the kohanga where we're totally wrapped in aroha to to be the best or to learn to train <laughs> to get better. Yeah. Yeah. And it is it is postgraduate um, research based stuff. So how did you get involved in it? Like, how did you <laughs> come to a position where you're like, this is where I want to be? Yeah, good part time. <laughs> um. I think it was observing the tuakana, I suppose. So, yeah, so we, you know, we come through our degrees and I had the, I took this paper, this 206 paper, as it was called in my day. The um, paper. <laughs> the paper. And, yeah, you just observe tuakana. Not, not that I knew them as tuakana then. They were just these awesome young people that were 
academics but doing these fabulous things that I recognized you know like I just recognized myself within you all and um in the most humblest way you just like oh maybe I could do that then like you know maybe maybe that I could keep going and do this stuff and yeah I wasn't really enjoying my well like I was it was all right but I was just like trying to get it done right and just like move on <laughs> move on and go work and whatever and find my place elsewhere um but no it just it hooked me in <laughs> yeah so I think that's what it was it was leaning on on that example that's that's been set um which is yeah pretty awesome and giving it a go and just wanting to have a try yeah 100 percent like we have remarkable role models to look up to yeah you were one Uh, of them so (laughs) i was still at the the entry level (laughs) there's we have like um Ngahuya, Chels, uh, Tarina, Benja, Nikki, Inano, Lisa. Yeah. I had coming through to, uh, to Kohurangi Pini. Um, yeah. There's been so many. And now, now you're added to that list of, of amazing academics. Uh, <laughs> what's something that you consciously do to remind yourself that you are also a leader and you are now a Tuakana to those coming through? Because you're now that role, you're that role that you just said you were watching in 206 oh, that you've so seen funny. yourself in, so now that's you. Oh, that's always a weird one, eh? It's always like a, ooh, yuck. <laughs> no. It's always like, oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a conscious thing, to be honest. Like, it's just a, yeah, you, yeah, we've all got a tuakana. We've all got a tainer, I suppose, and, um. You're just trying to follow in, in the path that's been set for you. Um, but, yeah, no, it is. It's not It's not all unconscious. But, yeah, I think it just it comes down to being a good person. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't know, eh? Like, that's, that whole leadership thing is is definitely still developing um, and how to do that and tika and um in a loving way as well um very much still in my learning phase of of how to truly tiaki people um that's encouraging but also uh, like yeah to the point <laughs> yeah but that's, that's a me. lifelong thing eh? like leadership like um yeah a hundred percent you never get it right. You never get it right, no matter what you do. I mean, you still got plenty to learn. Um, yeah. I've still got heaps to learn and how I can yeah. be a better leader and a better yeah. support person within Te Kuronga. Um, yeah. it's, it's so hard, eh, with the uh, the examples that we have to follow because they're yeah. amazing. I know. They're incredible. And you're always a tamer. Like, you know, in my mind, I'm still a tamer. Like, come on, Fane. Let's, let's be honest. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I think you you've evolved so, out of that now, no. especially into next year. Oh, hecka. <laughs> Got a new crew rolling through next year, so you're going to have to yeah. lead again. It's the co-pup, say eh? it's and it's so beautiful the growth and all of that stuff. Change, evolution, love it. 
And speaking of co-papa, you've got yourself immersed in quite a few. Yeah, very lucky. <laughs> Great bowl. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a bit about what you're up to with those? No, what what happens a fun is you do one thing and you might do an okay job and oh hecka. No. Um so I have um what have I done? I did a in my undergrad I did this placement with Otago Māori Rugby and that was just part of our course which is really cool because it's like practical experience of, of what your degree is and um yeah then I just stayed or <laughs> 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 got stuck nah. <laughs> um and yeah no it's become really important to me which is so funny so I played rugby for a few years and then um decided on that <laughs> protective of my upoko and you know, <laughs> um and so yeah this governance stuff and managing and coaching mostly in we young wahine um has been really really special and giving i had a really positive you know we all have those key people in our life and key coaches or key yeah tuakana i suppose and so to be able to just learn from my experiences and take all the really good things um and to come from a place where it's always been quite positive in sport as a wahine, which is, you know, so topical right now and so getting so much airtime, which is, like, incredible. To do that for young Māori down here in Otako, it was, it was fun. It's really fun and really um, rewarding, eh? When all the stress and all the, <laughs> all the background stuff is um, finished and over and you can provide, yeah, um, memories for people and positive experiences in sport for young Rangatahi Māori. Yeah, so I'm now board member of Otago Māori Rugby and coach yeah. of under-17 girls. And <laughs> not much of a coach, I just say, go have fun. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, Wearing not many hats. Not make it too serious. Um, yeah, and then just lucky enough to to potter around and all of everyone else's co-parts really um and be of you say just be helpful be helpful what what's some of the key uh lessons or key takeaways that you've learned being involved with otago maori rugby yeah getting along with people eh? um observing listening and then just being helpful <laughs> And being of use to this community. Um, yeah, they are, you know, I did a few sport management papers and governance ones at uni. They don't teach you <laughs> the stuff you actually need to know with working with people, eh? <laughs> um, and that's like a skill that's, I think, transfer transferable to a lot of things. <laughs> Because we've got to work with each other, eh? We've got to we've got to get along, and we've got to be productive. So those are the those are the things I think. Working with others, and saying doing stuff you say you're gonna do, and um, yeah, relationships, and oh, it's been cool. It's been really cool. And <laughs> how do you manage all of that workload on top of a thesis? Oh. Well, I've um, been a bit lazy on the thesis, I'll be honest. I'm exposing <laughs> myself here. Exposed. 
It's accountability. Um, we'll call it accountability. Oh, God. Going public. I don't know. When you, when you really care about a certain thing or care about people or um, have respect for a kaupapa or a, a core group of, of people as well, um, you just do it. <laughs> yeah, you just do it. And, yeah, my rangaho is kind of like my little love. So that's um, that's been neglected. But, you know, it's my little it's my little pocket of kind of I love doing it. So that's never a – it's always lovely to come back to it, even with other stuff going on. Um, yeah, and it makes my time down here, being away from home, more enjoyable doing this other stuff. Eh? Like it, it means that I have another set of people that um, are there for me if I need it or, yeah, grounds, grounds you when you're away from, from Amanya um, and away from the place that you care mostly and deeply about. <laughs> yeah, so all of the community work eh, is, is probably that, is me craving that, that sense of belonging. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the communities that you're a part of, especially, are so amazing. Um, your Karitane Fano, uh, mm. your Otago Māori Rugby Fano, your Koronga Fano, you're yeah. quite well supported down there, really, aren't you? Yeah, no, hard out. And yeah, and that's kudos to the Copa for that we're both a part of, eh? that, um, that enables those relationships. Yeah. When working in communities that technically aren't our own, we, mm. we've come into them now that they're out, we're a part of those communities, but yeah. what's it like working in communities that aren't Taranaki communities and how do you feel yeah. about that? Oh, I love it, eh? Like it's, it's, um, oh, it's the most, like, I'm so lucky, like we're so lucky to do that and to be embraced by them. Um, because communities, are, you know, they deserve the best and they um, they ask for it and they demand that, I think, as they should. Um, but you do it, I think you do it in the most humblest way, A, because you're not of this people, this whenua. Um, but again, the, also the honunga between Otako or Otipote in particular and Taranaki is huge. And I think, you know, in a small way, <laughs> we both of us have been able to um, do a bit of that honunga work and continue that relationship. Um, and being a mokopuna of, you know, our, um, of our parihakatani that were brought to Otipote wrongfully, unlawfully. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a sense of duty almost and responsibility to, um, to honour that relationship with with Kaitahu and um, particular the whanau at Otako. So I think that all plays into it too, like that, that tupuna relationship to this land in a weird way, <laughs> um, when you've got to remind yourself of that. But um, yeah, but yeah, you just, I don't know, you just do it in a nice humbly way, humble way. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you do it under the guidance of, of others, eh? We're not, we're not there just us and we're here and doing this da, 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 da. Um, you're a part of it all poo but it's awesome it's so cool because you know when you're at home home there's there's a 
added layer of, of responsibility. Um, not that you do a different job, but you still do your best. <laughs> yeah. And for now, this is my way of, of being, yeah, of use and providing, like giving my service to community before I venture home. <laughs> <laughs> and do you find yourself... Um under a bit more pressure when you're at home on the co-pop yeah. as opposed to down there. I feel like they're a little bit friendlier down south towards yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're in Manuhiri. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, well, I, you know, I don't fully know yet, you know. You'll know more than me. You've, you're actually mahi-ing at home. Um, so I, I honestly, I can't fully say. But I imagine, yes. <laughs> and as they should be, they should expect the, the most um, from ourselves because we, we do hold our own to the highest of standards. Um, yeah, but I can't, fully, I can't fully say yet. <laughs> and they've funded most of our studies, so we have to perform. <laughs> yes, exactly. We've got to stay poor not to the co-parts and be grateful and give back eh? because yeah you're so right we've had so much investment and that is so beautiful you know that that's our reality now as a people um and that so many of us are you know this is one way to be awesome is through academia there's so many different ways and it's so exciting and it's just the beginning like it really is just the beginning there's so much more for our people to achieve this is that's the exciting mm. part of it right is it's just the beginning yeah i know, I know. we'll come in and i don't know do our little layer and our, <laughs> and our to it. and since we're talking about being back home do you want to dive in a little bit more about your research what is it that you're doing mm. yeah so there's lots of um conversations i suppose about te tai ao and um climate change (laughs) in our changing environment and what what that looks like what that even means um and so what i'm i'm really just doing a continuation of my my dad's work (laughs) well i guess you know um and yeah just trying to understand um our changing environment um from a Taranaki, Ngāiwi or Taranaki perspective, what do we reckon? Like, what do what do we think about it? What do we, what are our aspirations in this space? Um, and then, yeah, alongside that, what's our mātauranga around climate and weather? And how do we how do we understand the tohu of of the environment? Um, yeah, so in the crux, that, that's what it is. And what's our authentic perspective of it? as Taranaki Maunga. Um, yeah, ko tahi ai te kōrero, kia ko tahi ai te tū, I suppose, eh? What's our collective understanding? Do we want one? Do we want to, yeah, all, yeah, lots of things. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I guess yeah. uh, another question is what's the importance of, you know, having research that has meaning mm. to you? yeah oh what's the point of like i suppose in some way like you know like why why wouldn't you um why why can't we why shouldn't we 
I think it it's it just makes it so much more um powerful I suppose and it's you know I always think about it that's actually the place that I can talk from is is from home (laughs) I probably can't really talk about you know or from the perspective of anywhere else because you know this is my whakapapa to this place and so and it's again it's that whole being um of use to this community that I therefore belong to so yeah, I think it's inc- it's incredibly important. Not that, um, and other research isn't incredibly important. Uh, isn't wait, what? No, is incredibly important. Um, no matter what it is, eh? Because it's always you know it's helping it's helping something evolve and get better. Um, but yeah, I think as as uh, as for me as te kahurangi, it's um, yeah. What what else would I be doing if I wasn't? doing it for somewhere that I really love and care about mm. no that's on <laughs> and 100% like doing research that matters to you most is mm. what helps get you through it because it, it's yeah. tough yeah yeah and as much as it's about hey, other people and the maunga and the community <laughs> you're the one that's actually got to sometimes knuckle down and do it so no total call that day eh? and what's mm. some of your uh your tips for just getting shit done like you know how sometimes it gets a little bit tough you get stuck yeah. you get in a rut what, what what do you do to get yourself out of there well ask me in a couple of weeks because that is the mission <laughs> this end of end of year oh i don't know you just gotta fight those demons now <laughs> now i think it's it's remembering that it's especially in academia and you know it's such a privilege like oh my god it's like this is so privileged to be able to do it to do research like you know to spend my time thinking reading you know there's there's no struggle in that really core life stuff um and so again it's speaking from privilege but i don't know you just remember the why the why the heck you're doing it so who who is this for? What's the purpose? Um, and yeah, remembering who you are, who's got you here, all of those things. Um, and if all else fails, you just you know you think about your pepeha, you think about your maunga, your hours, and and um, our history is Taranaki maunga. You know that was real. That was real um, adversity and sacrifice and love for us as the mokopuna that kind of stuff <laughs> you tap in our way to our if you need do some karakia <laughs> some pudi some cleansers so one of your biggest tips is to just fall back on who you are as a person yeah fall back yeah. on your identity as maori or yeah. whatever your identity is uh yeah yeah, no hard out. It's our it's our superpower, eh? Being Māori, that's that's out there at the moment. That that whakaaro. Um, yeah, it's our superpower. Mm. <laughs> hard. We've got one of the best superpowers, ladies and gentlemen. It's just taken everyone a little while to realise that. <laughs> yeah, no hard. And even ourselves, eh? Like, like I'd begun. Like we started this thing. I let go of of my Māori tongue there for a bit because 
I thought it might have actually been getting in the way. So, oh no, honey, no girl. <laughs> come back, come back to it. <laughs> it's the future. It really is. Um, mm. You know, being unapologetically Māori is yeah. the future. It's where everything is shifting to. Um, yeah. I know we see a huge shift in it. Everyone's um, mm. wants to be or wants to be a part of uh, Tao Māori, you know? Yeah. What yeah. are some of yeah. Your things for people who are non-Māori, looking from the outside but wanting to support, do you have any mm. tips for them? Yeah, tangatara tiriti, eh? Oh, yeah, that's way above my, my expertise, I'll be honest. But um, but we see it in some of our really awesome mates, eh, that are, that are really, really good tangata tiriti. And I think, I don't know, just from my experience, it's just your intention. Like, what's your, what's your narco doing? What's your heart doing when, you, when you're coming into some sort of um, engagement that you want to have, that you desire, that you think you can be useful in? Is your intention. What, what's, what's the go? What are you up to? And educating self, eh? Like, we all need to do that before um before engaging in some in some things they eh? like yeah because yeah then all the labor's on on the maori person and that's you know that's not the go yeah and again it comes down to just being a good person setting your intention checking in with yourself why is it that you think you need to do this do you need to do it do you need to have this space um, is it yours to take? Like what? Like yeah, all of those things. Um, <laughs> hey, honestly, <laughs> yeah, like is it? Do you actually need to um, put someone else to it? Yeah. Hmm. No, that's me. That's me. I guess then in that space, is it okay? If you feel overwhelmed and you can say no as Māori, is that okay? Mm, yeah, we're like, well, you know, those leaders above us are overworked, eh? Like, because there's such a small pool of, um, well, is there? I don't know if there is. I don't know if that's correct to say, but yeah, it is okay. Totally. Yeah. Do you mean to, to a non-Māori asking? Is that mm-hmm. what Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think so. And that's a situation to situation thing. And um, no, totally. Yeah, because right. I know a lot of us get caught up with the, oh, I've got to. Otherwise, if I don't, then yeah, no one else is going yeah. to. And they're just going to yeah. throw something out into that space. It's yeah. not, you know? Yeah. So it yeah, is that's okay. a hard one. Well, it's a hard one to reconcile. Depends on the, on the situation, too. Like, you don't want. Not like you know the not ticker thing or the not pornal thing to happen, um, and those conversations they eh, like they 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 can be tense. Yeah, I don't know. At this stage in my life, I'll be honest. I would refer that to someone <laughs> to look in above me. Yeah. See, and that's what it's about, though. It, it's recognizing that it's it's out of your depth, yeah. and it's okay to yeah. pass it off to someone who yeah. knows a bit more. And yep. you don't have to feel like you have to do everything just because yeah. you're that one Māori in that space mm. that you're in. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we don't know everything. Hey, well, the more we think we know, the more we know we don't know. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Here's a question for you. If you were to go back and tell, let's go with 17 year old Kaurangi, a piece mm. of advice to help her out, to navigate the spaces that she was in back when she was 17, what would you, what would you say to her? She was living her best life now. <laughs> um, oh, just to trust yourself, just to go for it, to do, to do it. Um, and yeah, to dr- trust in the universe or trust in your 2.0, trust in yourself that you'll be all right, girl. And um, yeah, everything that you can imagine for yourself you can make your reality. Um, yeah, to love yourself, all those things. <laughs> to have a go, to just, yeah, be courageous. Oh, now I'm talking to myself now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all relative, right? It's all like, man, yeah. that advice you can always use for yourself. Mm. Why is it that you tell yourself that, that advice? Why is it that you're giving that specific piece of advice to yourself yeah i don't know it's just those um oh, you know all of that typical when you're growing up those insecurities and what your self-belief is what your self-talk is um there's always that tricky couple of years well actually i think it probably goes throughout our life <laughs> um but yeah i was we were i was at yeah i was at manukura which was our kura and Pami and yeah, this was just before that big step out of, and that was a beautiful kōrua, much like te kōrunga of, of aroha, of support, of encouragement, of excellence. The taumata is, is high. And, yeah, emerging from that into something that's totally foreign, which we didn't know at the time. But, yeah, just be courageous and fall back into those core ethoses, I suppose, that we're all, we're all taught. Um, which is to be proud of where you come from, all that stuff. So that's probably why I would, because, yeah, that was 17, eh? Yeah, kind of fingering or still figuring stuff out, stuff out at 23. <laughs> Will be for the rest of my life. <laughs> it is a scary thought, though, when you're like, oh, shit, what do I do now? I'm leaving high school. Yeah. Got to figure yeah. out if I want to go to university. Yeah. No, nah, I always was, eh? I was always, like, like just... I don't know, it's always off. It was a weird thing. It was a weird thing. Um, mm. well, go on, elaborate. I don't know. It was just like, oh, yeah, I'm always just going to go do that. I don't know. Like, I'm always just going to have a go. I'm always going to have a try. Um, and I, I, yeah, I quite liked school. I was like that weird one. <laughs> like, my move, like, right to the east, I, like, really liked school. <laughs> Like, what a weirdo. Nah. Um, now look at you. You're a master's student. Yeah, well, well let's crack up. Maybe I'm just, <laughs> you know, just got to stay in it because I'm so, what else am I good at? Nah. Just add to the list of Taranaki academics. Yeah, it's super exciting, eh? And we're flourishing, like, you know, the mo- like, well, no Māori is, but we're flourishing in all sorts of spaces. But the one that we're in is, you yeah, know, it's cool to us. 
So when you come home, what what do you get up to when you're in Taranaki? What do you do? What are some of your your checklists? <laughs> I just hang out at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually so bad. Like, yeah, like I just hang out with my family, and they almost have been like, "Go away, like go <laughs> do some stuff, girl. Like, get out." Um. Oh, I don't know. I go to the bakery, like, you know, like, because bakery, the bakeries are on in the North Island. South Island are trash for a bakery. You have to get, like, an $8 pie here, you know, like, that's outrageous. Right, um, donuts yeah. suck. Yeah, I get me an apple, cinnamon donut, mince and cheese pie, Coke. <laughs> um, and I just hang out on, you know, the land, and I hang out at home, and... I have like this toxic trait where I just want to like build something. Like I just think I can. So it takes me all summer to like do one thing. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm very much just with my fan and I don't know, you just, yeah, taking in all of the, the beautiful home things that you, you don't get to do often. Like all of the lovely walks and going on the mona and being by your other and, Going to the beach and just loving life. Yeah. Do you have like a go-to yeah. summer spot? Well, Nidal Beach is my go-to. Just north of Waitara, just before Itanui. It's the secret. It's, it's, you know, it's one of my favourite beaches. It's not a bad spot. It's not a bad <laughs> spot. <laughs> not the beach camp, not the beach camp, but like where the, where the houses are. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The beach camp's not bad either. It's just overpopulated yeah. some years. Yeah. No, that's my go-to. <laughs> I was yeah. down the road, so, you know, always. <laughs> yeah. you, you're not, like, jumping off the bridge? Oh, that's... I was... When were I? I must have been, like, <laughs> 12, 11 last time I did it. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Now that I am a bit more mature and I know what could be down there... <laughs> High tide, nah, man, you're yeah. sweet as. Well, there's cars, trolleys, far <laughs> out, cows. <nah. laughs> that was a thrill, though, eh? Like, that is a shared experience, I think, of I've actually many people jumping off bridges is like, oh, that's what you do. Yeah. With the, with yeah. the milk bottle? Oh, for your money. <laughs> I would just need to jump in now and I'd make a meme slash. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'll come back up. Yeah, that's so funny. What's some of your like yeah. fondest memories about Waitara or Taranaki in general? Mm. Oh, yeah, we were surfers, eh, like growing up, so that's all we did, <laughs> obsessed. Um, like a little crew, black ass and just like <laughs> little groms. So that's, that is my childhood in a nutshell is the beach our beaches up and down our coast um and having you know really no fear in the water um and you know you surprise yourself and you can recognize where rips are and stuff now because it was just so embedded in how you practice life <laughs> um growing up so those are my best like down at the wbbrc down there on the at the board riders 
that was just that was it for me that was life um <laughs> yeah and why it is so special way eh? it's so interconnected and interwoven and you know as a kid that's amazing because you could just rock up here to so-and-so's house or you know you'd have eyes on you wherever you went when you were roaming <laughs> um and you were kept well I, you know i had a really positive you know kept safe by a lot of fun and a lot of people the community a eh, raises you um yeah those are the beach is my 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 fondest memories eh? um and off on our farm of whenua up white the road that's where i got my farm on no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are special moments and i was a hui kid too eh? so like that was also my life <laughs> <laughs> Going to Hui, after Hui, after Hui. Um, yeah, I say it like that now, but I didn't know. Nothing's changed for you then. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's probably why. Isn't that buzzy? Like when you you grow up moaning about this thing, but then you like love it. <laughs> yep. You're trying to get everyone else to come with you. <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for your sister, eh? Dragged yeah. around to every co-pupper you're involved with. Oh, now she knows. She knows the word no. Like, <laughs> I'm not from here. I don't have to come. Oh, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> mm. But I love home, eh? Oh, it's so. It's yeah, it's really cool, and I'm lucky to have that feeling, eh? We have some great communities up here back in Taranaki. We are blessed mm. to be a part of. We do get a bad rap. But hey, that's because you're not from the community. Yeah, nobody else can talk shit about it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Hey, we got the meatworks, we got the pools, we got Jan's yeah. takeaways. Yeah. They deliver. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Oh, but no Uber Eats. That's the biggest. That's the biggest issue with Waitara. There's no Uber Eats. No Uber. No. Taxis. I miss my Uber Eats. We are hard. There's not even a taxi here. Eh? No. Okay, it's like a place you can just map out in your head, eh? Like, it's so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, if you've been here, you know. You know. Mm. And that's for everyone, eh? Where they come from is so, like, you just rip it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So what does the future hold for you? Are you coming home? Mm. I've given myself, oh, it's a bit public to say this, but... <laughs> Don't worry, we we don't get too many listeners. Oh, sad. <laughs> um, right now, no. Um, um, I always said like I'd come back about thirty, thirty-five. Nice. Um, give myself some time to find a man. <laughs> to, if um, you're listening. Oh, <laughs> I've already asked. Um. Yeah, I don't know, and I I, I need to upskill more, eh? like, when I come home, I'm going to be working for us, for our peeps, whoever that may be, um, so they deserve me skilled, so still got to fill my KTA, continue to fill it, learn more, be better, um, yeah, so, so you know, the... 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. And, uh, oh Does that mean you're going to go overseas then? If it presents itself, like, 
yeah no totally if it um if an opportunity is yeah is there I'm also like in two minds about it too because I'm like oh there's so much work to do like here and for us and for our own thing like why go be useful for someone else no. <laughs> but um yeah I don't know that's a whole thing and be a little bit more selfish for a few years eh because I know when I'm home I'll be totally wibbly for the rest of my life so <laughs> <laughs> gonna um favor it nah but that's beautiful I think that's you know that's the goal that's what I want so mm. So you do what I do and just come back now, leave again, and then come back later. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And also, it, it, when you're told to, <laughs> yeah, when you when you're instructed to um to do something, you know that's that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, uh, looking to the future, what would mm. you tell yourself? What's some advice you'd give yourself? Maybe. Five five years five years from now, if you could look back on this clip, what would you tell yourself? Oh my gosh, um, probably the same thing I would have told my younger self is to just do it, just keep going. Kia uki te papa, kia uki te papa. Yeah, that. You should be proud of yourself. You should, um, yeah, again, trust in yourself. Trust in the journey. Trust in the process. Trust in everyone that's guided you to be in this moment or to, yeah. yeah. So the message you want to give yourself in the future is to just trust the process and trust in yourself? Yeah, trust in your guts. <laughs> trust in... Probably have a few more guts by then. <laughs> nah. Uncomfortable making a joke. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Trust in your fucker papa. Trust in your identity and, and who you are at your core. You know, like, yeah, that's a huge thing, I think. Just know that you're okay. You might have done a silly thing or done something or someone might have a different perspective of who you are, but in your core yeah go back to that girl yeah that's mm. that's great advice for anybody that's mm. some great advice for anybody and you are very much so a, a go-getter and get shit done that that is who you are <laughs> i mean i mean like was it last no two weeks ago you completed i am maori man that that's that's crazy well, you were meant to be there, Marcus. You're meant to be struggling on the bike, not me. And that's why you're the go-getter. Oh no, I'm just the yes. Like four months ago, and then oh my god, all of a sudden it's this weekend. Oh, <laughs> how did that go? Do you want to give us a story time? Fighting some demons, I tell you, I was fighting demons. <laughs> Nah, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful hey, Kaupapa Māori event. Everyone is so nice. <laughs> oh, pass me. Go, girl. You've got it, girl. Nearly there. <laughs> Not even nearly there, but, you know. Doing so well. Good form. Meanwhile, that is zoom, zoom, zooming. Nah. Um, nah, it's beautiful, eh? Ngā mahi Ngāti kahanunei, beautiful hosts. And, Yeah. <laughs> 
it was a journey eh? it's a journey and <laughs> you just really got to dig deep in those moments nah but in all seriousness it just I don't know it teaches you that your mind is capable of so much and your body is also if your mind's still strong your body your legs will keep dibbling you'll keep going <laughs> um and I had amazing support like some of my whanau came up along the ride and were cheering so I was like always thinking about like oh yeah you can make it to them you can make it back to them you can make it back um yeah, and you go you go all sorts of places, eh? When your when your body's under that <laughs> stress, when your um your body's like so fatigued, your mind travels. <laughs> yeah. And for the whānau that don't know, she did ninety kilometers on a bike. It's not just around the block a couple of times. It's ninety kilometers. Uh, if you're in Taranaki, that's like here to from Waitara to Patia. It's far as. <laughs> Takes you an hour on a car. <laughs> so I could only imagine the demons you were fighting. Oh, it's called, I think it was almost timely and we, you know how those weird ones happen where I probably needed that and I needed like a kick up my ass to be like, girl, like, cause I, you know, the looming, I've got a due date for a proposal this year. So I think I needed it. I needed to like, you were capable of this. Like if you can do that, you can do your work sitting at your sitting your bum on the desk. <laughs> um, but no, hey, the mind is incredible, and yeah, it makes you grateful for the things that you can tap into when you need when you need something. Because whole while was ready to zoom into traffic. No, nah, let's just get bumped off by a wing mirror. I would have been. Thank you very much. Oh. Jesus. But um, no, it was cool. Eh? It was a cool sense of accomplishment too. And we had, we had, it was Mama Wahine that day. We had six of us girlies. Um, and in my head, even at like the four hour mark, I was like, oh, they're still struggling with me. <laughs> no, they'd finished. <laughs> they were having lunch, cup of tea, <laughs> having a swim. They're like, where are you? <laughs> Still waiting. I think they were calling me, but oh, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, nah, it's beautiful. Beautiful, um, beautiful thing. That a great book you should have read for that would have been um, David Goggins' book. Oh, is he the Navy? Yeah, he's Navy that guy who's all about the mental. Mm. Yeah, His book. Wow. Highly recommend reading that. I can't remember the title. I think it's like Can't Hurt Me. Oh wow! And that's all cool. about a whole mindset shift. Um, yeah, like he's got a section where it's taking people's souls. So if like people are commanding you to do things, you just keep doing it, and you yeah. never break. You break them Ooh. with your mind. Yeah, you just keep doing it. You never fall, never show weakness, and you yeah. break them because they can't break you. But that whole rhetoric of like pain is the weakness leaving my body. <laughs> Pretty much. Like Pretty much. Yeah. He's crazy. He does like mega marathons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He makes yeah, he makes Jim look normal. Right. Oh, okay. I've never been one for those extreme things, eh? Like um just never never really been my taste. 
but I get it, you know, once you've done it, I do get that sense of it's probably the endorphins or, you know, that completion of, wow, I did that. Yeah. And you're just proud of this vessel. You know, and I have neglected her, I will be honest. <laughs> but you're just like, oh my gosh, wow, thank you. We can still do yeah. it. Yeah, we can, we're still, we're still got <laughs> Yeah, grateful, way, eh? Grateful for the vessel that gets me through every day. That one in particular. No. Are you going to train better for it next year? Oh, we all reckon, we all left saying, oh, yeah, we're going to do the solo quarters by ourselves. Nah, um, man. <laughs> might retire the team, me. One and done. Nah. Yeah, I might just stick to drinking events. <laughs> well, there was plenty of that along the side on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A, a bit of training wouldn't help, fun, though, I'll be honest. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't have hurt. Wouldn't have helped? No, I just said that wrong. It definitely would have helped. It would have helped. Yeah. I do another thing on this show where it was supposed to be a dream jar, but I don't have a jar, so it's a box. It's a oh, shoe box. Love it. So, um, my guests, they haven't had many guests, but they just tell me uh, one of their dreams or as many as they want, and I write it on this piece of paper and then Oh, throw it in the cold, pot. and we get to revisit it whenever you achieve that dream or um i achieve mine or your dream changes we can revisit it and put a new one in the old one stays because dreams yeah. never die they just change so i'll write one down with you today as well i'll, I'll start following so this box fun. um eventually what i have planned is that when we start achieving our dreams, everyone, the listeners, yeah. guests, myself, I'm going to put up a board back there and we're just going to put up all these post-it notes as we start achieving those dreams. Fun. Yeah, so the box of dreams will never die, but the board of dreams is where dreams come to life. 99 dreams. Exactly, exactly. So what's what's a dream of yours what's something that or some things you'd like to achieve in this lifetime oh in this lifetime um oh gosh i think i just want to be of service to my community <laughs> oh i say that with a laugh because it's like oh my god basic but yeah, I just want to be helpful and I want to honour, um, yeah, the memory of my dad in doing so and be of service. That's probably it in a crack, in a, in a nutshell. Yeah, and I want to be a mum. <laughs> All of that cool stuff, eh? Uh, I'll throw that one yeah. as a second dream, eh? <laughs> Taka Urangi wants to be a mum. Oh, funny. Hmm. Well, when that one comes to life, we'll put up a photo instead of the post-it note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess what's another one for me? My first one, my first one was real superficial. And mm. like I took it out, but then <laughs> 
Mitch was like, don't do that. He like, even if it is real superficial, just chuck it in there. Like you thought yeah. of it, you want to do it. Mm. So my first one is to own a McLaren, which is like a, a supercar. Oh, yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, all oh, right. I think another one would be to write a book. Mm. Yeah. Once I finish this thesis, I'll write <laughs> oh, yeah, a book. you got to write your first one. Yeah. Write a book. Yeah, cool. Um, about your life, about you, about listening to life. I guess we'll figure that out when we get to that yeah. stage. I guess in cool. the first instance, I'll write a book about this, this whole experience, this journey yeah. of trying to build a brand and try mm. skyrocket that thing. It's so exciting. Yeah. Well, really proud well, of you, mate. You just give it a go. You have to. Just give it a go. Otherwise you sit around thinking, man, I should have did that. Yeah, I could have, should have, would have. Yeah. Like, I really wish I did this back at, like, second or third year. Because mm. all my friends would have been down there. We could have done this, you know, face-to-face. Yeah, that would have been Could have fun. already had it, you know, built and established. And But then, mm. you know, this is the whole journey. That's that whole trust the process bullshit that yeah. they keep going on about. <laughs> Timing, all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, who knows, maybe I wouldn't have that same mindset and drive to push mm. and try and achieve this kind mm. of thing. Yeah. And for you, what what's an indicator of, of your uh, achieving your dreams? Obviously, being a mum, you'll have a child, but being of service to the community to honour honor the memory of your father, mm. how, what, what does that look like? How how would you know that that's been achieved? Yeah, that's the thing, man. That's why it's so broad now, <laughs> so it can do anything. Um, well, back on the cover of another PKW for the third time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually use that for the thumbnail of this podcast. Our one. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. We'll just cover my book in that one. <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll just go, go this high. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I don't, yeah. Indicator, I eh? Just feeling it, I think. I'm a big feeler of things. As you know, like, um. <laughs> My heart is right there, or right here. <laughs> um, and that can get in the way sometimes, but yeah, I think it'll be a be a feeling of, um, and it's always a hard one when you're trying to, you know, live up to this thing that you can never be told by this certain person that you know they're proud of. Like you know, you can never be fully told that, but I think it'll be a feeling of. Um, of a moment where, yeah, I feel, you know, at, not that I'm restless about it, but at peace that I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And again, that's that whole thing of waiting that out and trusting that you'll you'll be guided there and you'll get yourself to where you where you're meant to be. Because um, I love that stuff. Eh? Like I think we're all where we're meant to be in any certain moment. Hundred percent. But also, we make that stuff reality by our actions. Like we we put ourselves in positions. Like you are with this mahi. Like you know, you've you've made it possible to be doing and living out one of your dreams. You know, um, 
and we've got to be grateful for those little moments I think of of achievement and like be reflective and be um not too much so you're not living in the (laughs) horror of the past but um enough to realize and be grateful for for what you've gotten to because as much as it's trusting in the process it's doing the work to get there (laughs) and be good at and be good at what we are doing um yeah yeah and you know it's not a perfect i say being of service to people and you know like it's not gonna be all fun and all rewarding (laughs) um so i am i am i have that in my facade or two it's not all perfect (laughs) and it might happen not in my timeline (laughs) but that's all part of it though yeah Uh, yeah there's moments eh, in life where you're just like oh yeah this is what i thought i was going to be doing wearing or living at this house or flying over here (laughs) no like i don't know those little things um yeah love it yeah who knows anything could pop up that could change the trajectory of your career and your life like look at me i'm back home um, i was supposed to still be in Dunedin. Yeah, yeah, and life, shit happens like that. Life happens, and it's meant to. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? <Nah. laughs> yeah, everything's for a reason. And you've given some mm. great advice and some great insight today, not only into your life, but advice that could definitely help other people, myself included, out here. Uh, you're a fountain of wisdom. It's always great to to catch up and talk with you uh anyone that knows Takahodangi knows that she's one of the kindest and nicest people out there uh that's all everyone in Takahodangi says is that she's always the most thoughtful most kindest person out there and I'm mindful as we get close to wrapping up is there anything you would like to say or anything that um you'd like to let the people know that you're up to in the meantime I'll be right here at my little desk um no just yeah grateful for the opportunity nah it's been fun i was really a bit nervous this morning i was like oh my god um but it's cool and i'm just yeah i think i'd like to let you listeners know that i think we're all really proud of you for giving this a go and for doing it um in the rawari fashion of you know just awesomeness and (laughs) Yeah, it's so inspiring, I think. Uh, thank and you. I definitely couldn't do this without everyone that comes onto the show and supports me. It's so me. cool. It's so freaking cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all good. I hope everyone has a, well, I don't know when this is going to come out, but lovely summer, <laughs> safe summer, but Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Happy holidays. But love it. I can't wait for the merch. Can't wait for all the things to come for 99. Yeah, 99 Dreams are slowly making things happen. And yeah, I'm super appreciative of you coming on today to go, especially at short notice. Oh, God. How loud he does it. So fun, though. Be warned. And we will definitely catch up again once you finish your thesis on the show. Um, Get you back on, share some more knowledge as, as we get to watch your journey as well. 
that's uh, that's that's one of the big co pop about ninety nine dreams is isn't just about achieving mine and my dreams. It's about helping other people achieve their dreams and following them along their journey. Very cool. Very very cool. So. As we come to a close, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been the 99 Dreams podcast. I've had the privilege to have Tika Urangi on the show today. Thank you so much for everyone listening. Thank you so much, Tika Urangi, for joining me on the show. Take care, everybody. Modi order.